0: Robinson, welcome back to the United States of America, and mm-hmm. welcome listeners back to the United States of Cool Games, Inc. We're a sovereign nation. No laws apply here. This is international waters, technically. Duty free. Um, oh, hold on a second. Mm, just drinking a, a tall... Uh, Tumbler of Crystal. And this Crystal is. Do you remember the drink Orbits that was briefly popular in the 1990s? It had the balls in it, right? It had basically little tiny tapioca balls in it way before that was cool, but it was floating around in some nasty ass, clearly Canadian. I'm um, basically doing that with Crystal with some diamonds in it because. Mm. Nick Robinson, great news. I don't know if you're aware because you literally just walked off a plane, sat down, right. and started recording. Uh, we are, the two of us, uh, billionaires? Ooh. This is one of those
1: weird sort of situations. I know sometimes people, this comes up in like criminal defense where you just kind of black out and don't remember what you did. But usually when that happens, it's. Because something bad happens. uh, No, this is a a very good,
0: this is a good thing. Um, like, I,
1: I managed to not listen to the most recent episode of Cool Games Inc. because you took over posting duties for it. Normally I'll listen to at least half of it before I upload it. Yeah. Like, write all the, the meta, like the post data or whatever. But like, this time, I, I, not only do I not remember being there, but I didn't have to listen to it a second time. So that episode is just a big old question mark to me.
0: Yeah, I would actually posit that you didn't listen to it a first time when we were recording
1: it. Right. I was Um, not present. For any stage in the process, it's like a, a ghost version of me took care of that. Up.
0: We we rode that big old money dragon's back directly into this this nouveau riche lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, and that dragon was named King Kong Bing Bong.
1: Oh, okay, that does ring a bell a little bit.
0: And uh, I have to be honest, as a a creator of video games now, mm-hmm. um, a, of videoed games, uh, I am. As surprised as anybody that this was the one that got us over.
1: Right. You never know. Well, I think the, the, cause Bing Bong being the character from Inside Head, sorry, Inside Out, I've just, I've been in Japan for two weeks and the movie is called Inside Head. <laughs> and uh, that's not a, and that's true. Um, and also, they fucking love Pixar so much in Japan, Griffin. Well, yeah. is just Mike Wazowski's as far as the, you literally, if you look in any direction in Harajuku, if you point your eyes any which way, there is at least three Mike Wazowskis yeah. within your field of vision at all times. And so there's just a lot of inside head merch. Uh, but- I saw one piece of merch that actually called it inside out, which was very confusing for me. Uh, cause I got, I don't know if you know, I got fully immersed in the culture being there. I was there for two plus weeks. I was there for, I think, 15, 16 days or something. And,
0: uh, it's hard to, it's hard to come back. It's hard to it's be somewhere. It's hard to come back. Were you tempted to just like, just buy a buy a house somewhere out in the out in the countryside
1: a little our, our sleeping quarters were less than ideal uh, if they could
0: just if they could just like if they could just nail that down mm-hmm. it's like everything i did over there was so great but the beds were so bogus and yeah, it's like there's so it, it's you got the toilet game at 100% and for me the two most important objects in the in my life is toilet mm-hmm. a plus hundred percent nailed it perfected? It's the aesthetic ideal of a toilet you got going on over mm-hmm. there. I mean, mathematically, if
1: you think about it, you spend eight hours of every day in a bed and eight hours of every day on a toilet. On a toilet, Those are the two most important parts of your, the two most important objects you own. And they, now, got, we'll say, and they like, got
0: the, they got the bed eight hours. It's just not. It's, it's not. It's great. not great. Great. And I think the biggest problem
1: for the from the like my perspective of the bed in our Airbnb that we we rented was that there wasn't one. Uh there was no bed. It
0: was just there, like a mat on the floor.
1: It was two couches that like could you could fold them out into beds, but they didn't really fold out so much as they flattened out and it was just a just a uh unbelievably uncomfortable sleeping situation. Uh with like there was like two throw pillows in there. It was
0: um, it's not when, not very good. When I was in Kyoto, uh, I was staying in an Airbnb there that had a pretty bad bad situation. I just gave up and started sleeping on the toilet. More comfortable, there more minute, amen- more amenities, more convenience. Heated. Uh, it literally played soothing ocean noises. Um, to di- I guess disguise the plops.
1: Yes, <laughs> that that no joke. That is a real. That, no, that's I, why that feature exists? No,
0: I know why the fuck else would it exist? Uh, except oh, I'll tell you why the fuck else it exists. To provide some white noise to allow mm-hmm. me to sleep at night. When I fell asleep on a Japanese toilet.
1: Is that did you fall asleep on a Japanese toilet though, for real?
0: And I turned the bidet feature on and that, weirdly enough, also kind of lulled me to sleep. But that when makes I sense. When I woke well, up when I woke up in the morning, I was all swollen up. Well one of the cool I mean as like, full, full of water. The bidet I was pumped in me full of water while I was asleep <laughs> right.
1: and I got really big. <laughs> um I was actually in town during the big sort of bidet convention that happened is, is in, in Shibuya every year. No, it was true. And they actually have a feature that I think you'd really appreciate, which is a sort of bidet alarm so that if you fall asleep on the toilet <laughs> right at 7.55 a.m., no beeps. So no one else has to wake up, but it just gives you a little pssst. And then uh, you can actually set it to increase uh, in temperature. Ten degrees every every five minutes. You uh, snooze. see, that's so
0: that's a bad situation. You're playing I, a dangerous. I game. usually, yeah, I snooze it a few times. If I snooze it too much, I'm gonna I'm gonna soup my goose up again, and mm-hmm. I can't have that. Not again. <laughs> I can't have that again. Um, I've got wanna... so I've got so little healthy goose left. <laughs> I can't keep souping it.
1: Can I tell you a little peek behind the curtain, uh, for Cool Games Inc. listeners that they might enjoy? Is I've got on the left half of my monitor, I've got TweetDeck open, and on the right half of my monitor, I've got. Audacity open, and then uh, behind both of them is Skype, and just barely peeking out, <laughs> just <laughs> tiny. You
0: it's actually too the image that you sent me a couple weeks ago is actually too grody to even describe on mm-hmm. the podcast. Oh, it, yeah, well, actually, this is not what I'm talking. I'm actually just
1: seeing a close up of Austin powers his oh. teeth oh i see like just his grinning mouth and only his mouth yeah, I and forgetting. he's got kind of it's a little bit of jar like he keep, keeps it open keep forgetting to change that took a business meeting over mm. skype the other day did you o- oops goofed it up and but but also you came out the other end of that still having not changed it and i'm starting to wonder <laughs> a lot of us griffin a lot of the people close to you are starting to wonder if maybe you don't enjoy being austin powers more than you enjoy being griffin
0: uh, I mean, he's an international man of mystery. Mm-hmm. He's got plenty of mojo, baby. Yeah. And that is his bag. That is. Let's do some things. Okay.
1: Um, we got a lot of, uh, good submissions. We do find, I don't know if this was true last time we recorded, but we locked down twitter.com slash cool games, Inc. So
0: no, we if, talked about how we fucking stole it from people oh, who were just yeah. like, just like breaking their backs, trying to make the greatest spider based spider video. warrior. <laughs> It's, tired. it's sad these spider based indies getting crushed by, we're gonna, by big polygon. We're gonna, we are absolutely gonna find whoever ran that and we're gonna definitely get them on the show.
1: I have this whole list in my head of like dream guests and that's pretty close to the top. Um, so, uh, we have, yeah, Twitter.com slash Inc. We've got it now. Uh, if you want to send your submissions there instead of to us, that would make our lives a little bit easier. Uh, here's one that I really like from Jeremy Frankly on Twitter who says, a sandbox game where you have one night to make one million dollars.
0: So, like, what are we talking? Like, ten p.m. to six a.m. Yeah, I think so. I think so. The night. Well, let's say let's say sun, sun, sunset to sunrise, and yes. then every every is it real time?
1: Um, I think. Well, yeah. Why not? Yeah,
0: sure. By, and by by which I mean like when you start playing a game, no matter when you start playing it, your your playthrough can last. What do you get? Like eight. Eight nine hours of darkness at night. Yeah,
1: um, I'm thinking like a game of Civ's level of, of time commitment per um, per playthrough.
0: Two questions. Mm-hmm. First, is it multiplayer? Is it online? Are there other people also on their fucking grind? Because if that's true, then like I think you're gonna be in trouble if you run up against like um, if you run up against Kevin Hart and that dude's like on his grind like 24 uh, seven. you're gonna lose. In a, any any opportunities you could potentially have to Kevin Hart, who's just going to, like... You'll you look over, and he's already got, like, all the jobs.
1: I've already said this, but every... Uh, I think I said this on episode, like, two or three, but I've, I've always felt like every dollar Kevin Hart makes is a dollar I could have
0: made. It's mm-hmm. out of my pocket, and it's and it's grown a
1: really deep resentment of him
0: in me. You're not even talking about the film industry, like... You'll be like, I'm going to write this opinion piece on Polygon mm-hmm. about... um. Japanese toilet games, and I'll be like, I hey, you'll you'll get a ping from Ben, and it's Ben's like, We're really excited. We got a new contributor. It's Kevin Hart, and he's writing about Japanese toilet games. It's right? Like, Holy whole, shit!
1: It's it's weird. It's it's uncanny. It feels targeted. But I know he has it can't like, but he has like, targeted.
0: he has really great salient points. Like he
1: fucking knows his stuff. That's it's not that he writes the same things as me. It's that he writes them better.
0: Right? Way way better. Me. Um, uh. Second question: What if this game? Uh, what if you, like, played it on Steam or whatever and it had to, like, authenticate because it has an online multiplayer component? Mm-hmm. Um, what if you could only play it at night?
1: In, oh, ooh, I like that. So it's, 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 uh, real time, both in terms of the passage of time, but also, like, it's gotta be, it, at there's night. a real world clock element mm-hmm. to it. I, yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I think another thing we gotta figure out is, uh, one question that I, I, I have for you would be, like, what is your starting amount of money?
0: That you have. What's your seed? Maybe money? we Oregon trail this shit and you can be the banker and start with whatever, 10,000. 10, um, does it have to be dollars? Can we do like Zinni or uh-huh. Bell, or Bells? I'm still, in the because I'm still getting
1: used to America, I'm having to convert everything yeah, just, from y- dollars into yen back into dollars. What was the so trade?
0: Was it favorable? Was yeah, it about, I was like, I would pull out 110?
1: like, at the beginning of my trip, I went to an ATM and I pulled out two hundo and then I got an or sorry, uh, 20,000 yen. And then I got a notification on my phone saying, "Like, uh, you just withdrew one hundred and eighty-five dollars." Jeez, so that's
0: real good. Some bonus bucks in there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I think you can start out with more money but fewer skills. Hmm. So maybe you start out and you are just like uh, an up and coming, aspiring pop idol, right? Uh, and you got to work to get your thing going, but you got so many skills, but you don't have any money. So you got to really get out there and like make Hustle. it big in one night.
1: In one night. Now that's that's something that could only really be possible today. I feel like like you could you could put a lot of your time and energy in the in the early game trying to make a, a viral video right. that that's, could really that, pop off for you. That's
0: what happened with Bebo.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how Bebo did it, and that's how I think you could do it in this game. You could also like maybe diversify, maybe make some <laughs> risky stock investments, yeah. and produce your viral video but every dollar you spend in the market
0: yeah fuck that i'm I'm all i'm all bebo all the time so uh, it sounds like the bebo route is gonna be the fastest and easiest route but then the game's gonna kind of turn into an usher hunting simulator yeah you gotta find your your (laughs) uh, your usher senpai not your uh, not your usher the usher you have to hunt down usher and be like i'm the new bebo and then he grants you your wish and you win the game for that night and nobody else wins.
1: The funny thing about Usher is that he'll grant you your wish, but he does it in that genie-like way where there's a real dark side to the to oh, the twist, as oh, we've seen sure. multiple times throughout Bebo's career. Uh there's there's
0: it comes at a at a high price. But then you say but then you say Usher, it's me Bebo. I don't want I don't want you to use your wish to make me f- famous it's me your boy bibo I'm I'm on your side I want you I'm using this wish to set you free and then he's encircled in a cloud of golden sand and he right. grows he grows in size by a factor of 10 and then he says uh, he says bibo you've done it I'm I've become jin and then he disappears mm-hmm. into the clouds. And then nobody else else can play the game anymore because you've set Uh, uh, Usher free from this world.
1: Right. I kind of like the idea of after that happens, a screen just pops up and says, you win on your screen. And everyone else's
0: screen says, you lose.
1: (laughs) And and then the game can never be played again.
0: God, I hope everybody who's listening to this has seen Kazam in some way. Do you want another one? Mm Because I got a bunch. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I got this one from Patrick Woodruff who said, stop Willem Dafoe from ruining your parents' anniversary. (laughs) Okay.
1: Now, I know that video games are supposed to be power fantasies, and they're supposed to make you feel like you have a lot of strength in a, a lot of times. Like, that's a very common genre for a video game. Yeah. But the, I, but there's, there's gotta be limits and boundaries, and I, like, how do you stop Willem Dafoe from doing you can, anything? There's, there's nothing. Nothing you can, can do. stop Mr. Will Defoe.
0: It's like, no one can stop Mr. Domino. No, no one, one can, can stop Mr. Mr. Will Dafoe? Man, ah, fuck, you've just gotten that theme song stuck in my head for another 13 years. <laughs>
1: back, back on um, it again.
0: Build, Build Dafoe, is Belle Biv Defoe gonna like, <laughs> he's gonna fuck up your parents' anniversary, and there's nothing you can do about that. Like, you're at a fancy dinner, and like, Willem Defoe just comes and sits at the table with them.
1: He doesn't even, he doesn't need to say or do that's anything. The thing. That's the best thing about Willem Defoe and his fucking character actor ass, wrinkly old face. He could like just bump into your parents on their way into the restaurant and just say, have fun. And that's <laughs> it. And it would ruin their anniversary, not just that year, but for the consecutive four. I,
0: I want to get out in front of this hate wave that you uh-huh. just barfed up and say, "I love William Defoe." That, oh, I don't. I think... love him so much that I call him his real name, which is William Defoe. I don't bastardize it in, don't... in in the in my Americanized, anglicized tongue. It's a beautiful name, William Defoe. William. Um.
1: I don't. I don't think it's hating William Defoe to acknowledge that he is just an inherently terrifying thing that walks this earth. He's been in he's played some scary
0: roles. That's for I, certain.
1: I, he scared the shit out of me as the Green Goblin.
0: Yeah, for sure. That was not supposed to be a spooky movie, but good lord, slap an R rating on that Spider-Man. There's some fucking jump
1: scares in, oh, in yeah. those early Green Goblin scenes. They'll just
0: that's that, that's what Just I like love. William William Defoe walks in to the, sh- the screen. He just walks into the camera's view, <laughs> jump view Like angle.
1: slowly and calmly trying almost as if he's trying really hard not to scare anybody, but it's impossible not to just be like oh shit.
0: Fuck. Yeah, there. The, he goes to like Peter Parker's school science fair, and this is like the introduction of his character. And he's just mm-hmm. like
1: Peter, and it's like no.
0: Griffin, um, you're you're
1: a you're a bespectacled man, right? That is for certain. Have you ever tried contact lenses?
0: No, no, no. Okay, well, I, I do, got a good reason for that. Why's that? Uh, eyes are meant to be seen and looked through, but never touched. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's in the Bible, actually. Um, Definitely.
1: Well, as as a, one of the contact-wearing heathens who's recently-ish come into the the contacts uh, world. How is it when, treat, how is it treating you? I'm loving it. I am doing something that I don't know is medically advisable. Like, the closest Oops. I could get to a thumbs up on this from my eye doctor was like, yeah, I guess you could do that. Which is, I don't really wear contacts so much as I wear contact. Like, I have, I just put you one contact one, You got one goofy eye. Yeah, well, I got one goofy and one regular. And uh appropriately, my left eye is the
0: goofy eye. Um, I got a goofy left eye too. Ooh, together Maybe. we could make. Well, it would still be half a. I don't think you could switch them out like that. Just one man who can see well, well, um, who can see good, yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, one's nearsighted, one's farsighted. Anyways, um, I wear a single contact, and one thing that I I really love, Griffin, that I recommend you try, is uh, get a get a couple trial pairs of contacts, pop one in, then pick up your glasses, and uh, what you're able to do. As a as a man with poor vision that no no one else can do only we can do this, uh, is you can recreate that scene in Spider Man when he wakes up the day after he gets bit by the spider and he puts on his glasses and everything's all blurry and then he takes them off and can see perfectly. Oh uh, yeah, that's fun. It's very fun to do, so I recommend you do that. And I did. You might be asking Nick, why did you spend almost two minutes of our <laughs> podcast uh telling that story? It wasn't
0: funny. It was just kind of no, a thing you did. No, I thought it was once. good. I, it's got me envisioning just sort of what your face would be like, and like, I, let me know if you because I. I think this goof might cost some money, and I don't think it would be worth it for you. But I think it would be worth it for me if we had like a contract where you couldn't take it out and you had to wear it like everywhere you went. But I'm a man. I want you to wear a um, a, a, a color filled contact lens so that you mm-hmm. have like one. What color are your eyes? Like brown? Something. I think that's right. Um, one brown, one blue, like fucking Yuna, Final Fantasy Ten shit. Like, yeah, you know, that's what I. That's what I want. Like a husky.
1: Uh, so we're still getting a lot of good photo submissions uh from listeners, and this one comes in from uh Cami Henderson or Kami Henderson. Uh it is a photograph of I can't tell what maybe it's a hat. I think it's a hat, and it says old dude made of achy breaky parts. And it's got kind of a funny, like a silly, almost Jokerman style font.
0: Okay. Um hey, let me hit you with this. Uh-huh. a a platformer where you play as an old man. Oof. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, jump up on the platforms and stuff. And you're going to climb around trying to collect, I don't know, fucking coins. It's not important. What is important is just the slightest drop. And you're done. Like, the slight, the slightest... Maybe the character's, like, really agile. But if you go too wild with him, if you you're go talk- too wild hog, you're, you're just done.
1: It's like a game that's all about fall damage, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, describing.
0: it's a game about mitigating fall damage by, like, very, very, very slowly... Climbing down from the most shallow platforms.
1: Right. I'm thinking like, you know the, have you ever spawned an eggplant in Spelunky? Yes. You know how if it touches like anything, if it you just do anything explodes. but set it, that's what it'll play. I actually, I'm, I think Spelunky is a good point of reference for a lot of this. Like, yeah, yeah. if you took Spelunky and ramped the the fall damage all the way up to like two blocks. A million. Yeah. A million. And then you instantly die. Also, when you climb down a ledge in Spelunky, it's a little too, uh, digital. It's it's not analog enough. It's just like a binary, like, I'm down on the ledge now. I want a platformer where that process is like, oh, oh, and you're just like, you have to very gently maybe tilt the stick or depress one of the analog triggers
0: to uh, throttle your, your downward climb. And if you go too fast, oops. Yeah. That's it. Um, I'm imagining kind of a lesser the unlikely situation. And I, I think I've talked about this game and you acted like I was making shit up. This is a real game made by Visual Concepts in the 90s for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. And you just play as a nerdy boy named Lester, and when the game starts out, you can't fucking do anything. Like, you see a scorpion, you can't even jump over it. You just, like, turn around and run away as fast as you possibly can, and you lose control of the it character. It sounds like a very realistic Very game. realistic game. And then you climb over shit, and you climb down from shit, and, it take, like, there's 100,000 frames of animation to, like, climb over a little rock. But I'm imagining this, but an old man who'll die.
1: I, and I also think, like... You and I have have obviously risked a lot on, on staking uh, unique IPs in the game industry, and it hasn't always paid off. And I've noticed the one time we did do well, it seems, was the time that we put Bing Bong on the cover. Okay. And I'm not saying we do Bing Bong again, but I am saying,
0: what if we just make a game called Old Mario, where- okay. Oh, see, I thought you were going to go with the the fucking- old, Olaf? Old, no, the old dude from Up. Oh, and call, f- we, we'd call that game, like, down, but, like, super gently. <laughs> right. And maybe we have co-op support so you can play as the little boy, and the little boy's like, come on, come on, just these, come on, down these stairs. You know, like, you go to Red Lobster with your grandma because it's her birthday, yeah. and it's just like, it takes forever to get back to the car.
1: Oh, gosh. I, you know, I watched, uh, Up was one of the movies I, I rewatched on my my flight uh, to Shanghai. I had a big old layover. Uh And I I can't fucking
0: believe you. If you've never flown to Japan before, your options are pay like fifteen hundred dollars and like connect in San Francisco or Seattle and then you land in the Tokyo airport. Uh, Your other option is pay like seven hundred dollars and then. It's you connect in Shanghai usually some some major Chinese uh, airport yeah. and you have a layover there that's about a day and a half and yeah. it's like what you you it's an interesting value prospect I'd love to put a poll out do see some some polling on it because it's like how much do you value a day of your life because it's, you don't you it, it's as literally as close to losing a day as you possibly can do totally
1: and it's also um well here's the thing the the, the value proposition was actually. Very extreme in our case, because our flight was exactly what you are describing. It was like 18 hour Shanghai layover. Uh, but the tickets round trip were $400.
0: Go fuck yourself.
1: Like, it was 400 bucks, and which was so, so great. Like, so awesome to get to go to Tokyo for $400, except that when we got to Shanghai, like, I remember we were thinking we were going to be able to just post up in the Shanghai airport and just chill for 16 hours, which was very ambitious. So my girlfriend and I, literally within like 30 minutes of getting to the Shanghai airport, we were like, we need to go get a hotel right now. We can't fucking do this. We can't live this way. Uh, and when you factor that in, it kind of shaves more than all of the savings <laughs> off of the price. Um, but yeah, that's one of those lessons we had to had to learn the hard way. Um, anyways, I watched Up on that plane, and uh, my memory of Up was... For some reason, my, my, my memory was two things. One, beginning is sad. Two, that kid kinda sucks. That that kid in it?
0: Interesting. Just a little piece of, he's just a little piece of shit. Okay, (laughs) I disagree, I, I just wanna go ahead and. Just point. Well, your, that was my your, memory. Just up. point your tweets right at Nick because I disagree yeah. wholeheartedly.
1: That was my memory of Up, at least though. And so I actually went back and rewatched it, and it turns out, fuck that kid. He's fucking annoying and he's fucking terrible. And I'm realizing that there's one of those in every Pixar movie. There's Olaf in Frozen. There's Bing Bong. Boy, in... you
0: really hate Olaf too. You're always talking about how much you hate that. Snowman. Olaf is the fucking Mike Wazowski of Frozen. Wait, what the fuck? He's the no. Mike Wazowski is the lead in Monsters Inc. He's you can't not... hate. Have you ever seen? I'm wait. Let me ask you, Dora. Why or in
1: I mean if there is a if if there's an Olaf of uh, finding Nemo it's probably Dora right okay toy story oh man that's, a, you, can't that's actually, bu- you can't say you can't say buzzer woody no it's not buzzer woody but it's it's one of the dumb comic relief characters it's like it's always like a dumb goofy uh, little 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 dumb guy whose whole existence is kind of to appeal to like the one-year-old baby who's watching it and then it makes a silly noise. And you a silly want you face. want an adult Pixar feature? I do And I mean adult with capital A. this oh here's a <laughs> submission that comes in from uh, Nick Robinson and it's what about an adult a fucking adult?
0: What about that food hey, dude, what about that food fight movie oh, from Seth where the food is like one of them is like a wiener and there's like a bunch of jokes about dicks in it. Yeah. I can't I'm gonna get fucking blazed out of my gourd wait. and go see that shit with my buds, and I'm gonna love every second of it. I'm gonna get weeded out, and I'm gonna go see uh, dude, dude, my to- wiener, wiener party. I'm gonna token I'm going token choke and then I'm, I'm gonna go be- just fucking laugh my dick nuts off Ooh, did you know that in that movie this is crazy did, did you know that in that movie they uh the little guys in it they do uh cuss words um how about this one from <laughs> neck Bailthorn on twitter who says uh and this one's kind of unconventional but don't look now but kissy pete just walked in shit he sees us oh man it's kissy pete i'm immediately getting like kind of a t-rex
1: vibe from him where it's a it's if you lock eyes with him or move too much even here he comes
0: yeah Um, kissy pete is a kissing kissing demon and um Mm -hmm. i'm imagining like the there's that hot genre on steam right now which is the hiding under tables simulator genre of like um the chinese room games uh the amnesia dark descent and machine for pigs and then what was the one that was like, you're in a robot's dream. What was it? Soma. Right. Um. I can't get into those games ever because it's just like, nah, there's a guy. You better run. I'm imagining that, but with just Kissy Pete. And maybe we flesh out who that is. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that because the one thing that those games have in spades is uh, terror and tension.
0: Like they've nailed that. But what they I disagree don't that I disagree that that's true because it's the same fucking like. There's a monster, you better go hide under a desk. And once mm-hmm. you realize that, like I'll just like run right up to the thing. And it's like, I'm a ghoul." It's like, "I know cuz I've seen like there's been so many ghouls.
1: <laughs> but what there hasn't been is a guy who will just go
0: up to you and give you a little, a little... I see the the monster <laughs> I see the monsters in those games and I don't think like, "Oh man, that thing's going to kill me." I think like, "Well, fuck, like there's a thing I have to go hide from and it's going to take me like 5 minutes." Right. To it's a walking like it's, it's gonna like a, walk up and it, is it gonna look under the table if yes then it's gonna take five more minutes but if no it's just gonna take the first five minutes and then he's gonna walk by and then i could just like run run past it's him. kind of
1: like a, the if the words game over had legs and we're kind of chasing you through a haunted
0: house well but, no and to even like abstract it even more it's just like if the words five minutes <laughs> of hiding under a table right do you know what I mean? Like, that's... I can't get into those games, because it's just like, this is gonna take me five minutes, but so maybe I get more... Do maybe do get m- A gun? A gun? A gun. So yeah, what's is, up now, Kissy Pete? <laughs> right. You, sh- you shoot Kissy Pete. I'm just saying, maybe you don't start with... A, yeah, you gotta start with a gun, because I don't want to hide under any tables. Mm-hmm. I realize that I'm talking about removing all the tension from these games, but it's not tense. It's just like, I see the thing for what it is, which is t- life minutes being drained away, and then I have a gun that can free those minutes back up.
1: I guess I, I guess I can't disagree with you. I guess I'm, I'm worried, though, that... I mean, the one tough thing about game design is, like, uh, I hear designers... I, I actually, on my flight, I read the whole Spelunky book by Derek Yu, which is fucking awesome. You should super, super, super... Yeah, I really want to read it. It's You would love it. Um, but... Uh, one thing that he talks about is, like, how they put just as much time and care and love into the hell section of Spelunky, which, like, 1% of players will ever see, that they did into the uh, opening world of Spelunky, which every player will see. Yeah. And so you're describing this, because I, I think this game is obviously, a, mostly, it's not really about the player character. I think it's about Kissy Pete and, and who he is and w- why he is the way he is. Um. And I, I think by giving the player the option to just shoot him to death... To death at the beginning of the game, uh, we're we're letting the player kind of cut themselves off from that story very early on and just kind of waltz through the rest of the game. Right. And on the one hand, that that's it can be frustrating as a designer because there's all this story that's just there is going to go unseen. But on the it's other just, hand, I think yeah. it's kind of
0: cool, right? That, yeah, you're you're giving the player the tr- it's that it's that Undertale shit. Mm-hmm. It's that like yeah, you can kill this guy because that's what you've done in every fucking video game. That's what your dumb ape brain. Is going to tell you to do. Mm-hmm. If you don't, there's a whole world of friendship and opportunity. Friendship so, opportunity is
1: the game about exploring. Because uh, cause like the, the weird thing about video games sometimes is that the only verb they give you is like the only way to interact with the world around you is is usually shoot. violence. Like shoot, right? <laughs> yeah. So is is this going to be a game about you getting to that that crucial moment where Kissy Pete is right in your face, <laughs> eyes closed, lips pursed? Yeah. And you're trying You're trying so hard to figure out which key on your keyboard won't just shoot him. Like, you're trying to figure... Is it K? No, that's kill. No, you that's thought it kill. was kiss. So that'll kill it, Kissy Pete. Is
0: it L? For love? No, that's, that's load and shoot gun. Damn it. <laughs> load and shoot gun. Um, yeah, I'm imagining... So maybe we got kind of like... You remember the tutorial of Shadows of Mordor? Mm-hmm. Um, where you Where you learn how to stealth Yeah, press kill X to kiss your wife. By kissing your wife uh maybe we got something like
1: that going i don't well, know maybe I, we I, do the I, inverse I, of that where the tutorial is teaching you how to shoot a bunch of kissy peats and then when the game begins you're the only option is to kiss him back i love
0: this mm. it's all it's like muscle confusion <laughs> turn, turn it on his head uh i got this one from uh taylor robin corn uh frequent contributor thank you taylor it says uh a visual novel where you're a teen witch and president of the United States. Oh, I Hocus, love the name Hocus Pocus. It's such a good punchline. <laughs> it's fucking very it's good. It's very good. Hocus. I mean, is is this is this an idea or is this a great name? Let's. I mean, the only way to figure that out is to crack this fucking pistachio Dive open head first. See if that nut inside is green or if it's brown. Treat, and you got to treat every crusty. nut like it's loaded. Um, this. I think this might be a loaded nut. Uh, I think a visual novel, just as a concept, is kind of hard for us to expand upon. Sure. Because um, I haven't played a visual novel that I found like uh, engaging since Virtue's Last Reward. Which, can I just do a, like a 30-second plug here and say, sure. go watch... Go, don't play Nine Doors, Nine Persons, Nine Deaths, whatever, 999. Don't play it. Just, like, read about it online and then go play Virtue's Last Reward. It's, like, I think you can buy it on Vita. It's, like, perpetually on sale for $2.50. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing and the best visual novel ever. And then that fucking Zero Time Dilemma game mm-hmm. is coming out. Dude, I played that it's, when I was
1: in Tokyo. What the
0: fuck? Yeah. I rolled up on Uchikoshi-san. They whipped out that that Vita dev kit. I got to play a little bit of that game. Ooh, I'm so excited. Virtues Last Reward is one of my favorite games ever. Go play it. It's the sequel to 999, which I think is a not good game. <laughs> Virtues Last Reward has the coolest, like, storytelling mechanic in it probably. Should
1: is. I, not to turn this into, like, a video game podcast on accident, but... Oops. Uh, what if, should I play the, like... The, I've tried to play 999 like three times now. I played the 3DS version for like a few hours until it made me motion sick on the bus and yeah. I gave up. And then there's also this like iOS version of it where they took all the puzzles out and it's they just call it like a novel.
0: It's, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's the way to do it. Anything that gets you through 999 as fast as possible. Because the thing about these games is that they have multiple endings and the multiple endings, it's not just like... A, it The multiple endings are the thing. And mm-hmm. that's, enti- that's especially true of Virtue's Last Reward. Um, the way that Virtue's Last Reward handles multiple endings is the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah. Uh, 999 has multiple endings, but it doesn't have a good way for you to see them aside from like doing the whole thing again, and it's insufferable. Right. Um. So just like reading it is the thing to do. But, but Virtue Slash Reward fucking rules school. Um. I can't and, wait for
1: you to fucking play Zero Time Dilemma. There's some shit in the beginning of that game that you're going to... I ooh, can't wait, dude. Ooh, have, you, gonna... have you
0: played Virtue Slash Reward? No, not yet. It's absolutely the best. Like, get get it and play it. I'll do that. Uh, okay, anyway, how could we enhance the visual novel experience? Sure. Obviously, being a teen witch and president of the United States, there's a lot of storytelling opportunities there. Right. Um, and I think that shit writes itself, right? Like, your vice president is your f- frog familiar. Okay, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're good yeah. to go. We're good to go. Well, Maybe wh- you can date the secretary of state. We call him the secretary of date. And that's just like, It's not a bad idea ding, at bang, all. Boom.
1: Do, so let, let's think about the things that are part of being president and what a president has to do as part of their life. And which of those would be the most fun? If we're going to pick one thing to be a gameplay element in this game, like if we're going to pick one thing to take from the president's life and turn it into uh, uh, the the interactive part of this game, what would it be? What what do you
0: think is like the the most fun thing? What's the hook? What's the spin on this? I can't think of anything fun about being the president of the United States of America Mm. in this day and age.
1: I, guess I think you're right.
0: even on the even on like the fun President days, like the egg roll and the turkey pardon, I think you see that and you're like hey, we're all having some fun here. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pardon Mr. Cluckles, and somebody like screams from the audience like that you're a you're a you know a a plant, a terrorist plant, or something, a splinter <laughs> right. cell that's like just waiting to be activated. You know what I mean? Like you can't have fun out there. You get you get in trouble for having fun, actually. You get in trouble for having fun. We're having problems out here and you're not doing anything about it. You're just talking to turkeys. Like, yeah, I know. This is like my one fucking day. This is like the one fucking day where I get to just like let loose. On a but turkey. No, you're no you're right. I'll keep okay, then uh p- p- uh poverty, I'm gonna fix it. You can't. There's too many too much power in the office. Well then fuck can I go back to the turkey thing? No, help me. Okay, here's a bill. I'm going to put out a law and I'm going to give everybody $100. You can't do that. How, Too much power.
1: How like how hard do you think dictator? Obama is is tempted to just for his final turkey day this November to <laughs> just fly out some sort of turkey killing drone as some sort of political statement? Like how do you how do you not when you have nothing to lose in your last 40 years of the of the presidency? How do you not just do whatevs and, and like,
0: what? what is anyone going to do? How are they going to stop you? There's so many ways. There's so many ways. I'm going to pardon this turkey. Don't you think we should let the next president pardon the turkey? Because I'm just saying you've only got, like, four months left, and maybe, maybe we just let the next person. Like, nobody really – I feel like America is not getting to weigh in on this turkey pardon. Right. So uh,
1: – Jeff Kowalski says, Cruising USSR. <laughs>
0: Is this a game where you race cars around the USSR?
1: I think it is, but okay. what what are the things that uh, would make that? Because I don't want it to just be like a a location swap. I don't want it to be like American Truck Simulator or whatever, where they just it's the same thing in a new place. I want what are the things about life in that particular era of Cold War Russia that uh, that
0: would be, be factor into your driving? I mean, the only thing I can think of, Nick. Yes, is that in Soviet Russia? Car drives you? Okay. Well, it's pretty. It's a little cruel of you to just take this
1: dude's idea and just throw it in the trash can uh, <laughs> in did. front of a microphone. You did do that. That's no, what you I didn't. Just did. I yeah. didn't no, I didn't do now that. Now I can't like. Now I can't like it anymore. And that was a choice you made.
0: What hap- For, What What do you think happened?
1: I think it was uh, when you said earlier when you said. Uh,
0: uh, did you say car in Soviet Russia? Car drives you. Yeah, that's yeah. See, <laughs> I just heard it from a different voice, and like it hit me as like I liked it. And it I did hear you giggle. Yeah. Um. I just want to like break it. I don't. I don't. Uh, this this idea is over with. Like it's done. We can't do anything with this. I just want to like debrief and like figure out what happened so that it doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah, I think uh you took I from my from my perspective. What happened was you uh. It kind of fell apart for me when you said, um, "In Soviet Russia, car drives you." Like, you, uh, I think that was the moment for me where I kind of.
0: Hey, here's a good suggestion. What's a, what? Uh, this one was sent in by David Ochart, and it's a it's a text and image submission. Double double dipping. Uh, it's uh Capcom versus TGIF Millennium Fight Ultimate Climax online. And then what we're looking at here is a picture of Beautiful Joe and also a picture of Steve Urkel. Ooh,
1: so that... Okay, that's the... The, t- Capcom,
0: the Capcom roster. We're talking about Mega Man. We're talking about Beautiful Joe. We're talking about Morgana. We're talking about Ryu. We're talking about Ken and then Bison and Chun-Li. Mm-hmm. But then we're also talking about Urkel. And we're talking about Skip. We're talking about the whole Step-by-Step family. We're talking about... How many... Car- Carl Winslow, and Uh, he's got a gun. He does have a gun,
1: which he's makes him. He's kind of the striker of the TGIF family.
0: Well, if you're if you're playing him in alpha mode, if you get him in beta mode, then he does air cancels. Do you think? Um,
1: because like it's it's a good time to be someone who wants to sell add on content to your game, and I I think Urkel in particular, obviously going to be a fan favorite. Obviously, he's the Ryu of of Family Matters. Um, but. I-, I love the idea of being able to sell costumes of all the various incarnations of Urkel. Like, remember the really hot, confident Urkel that existed? Stefan Urkel? Yes. Stefan. As a skin. And not just a skin, but, like, a full voice swap. Like, an entire... Same moveset, right? We w- we don't want to break the balance, but, like... As-
0: that's a little bit of premium content. Um, How deep into the roster do we go? Because, like... Uh, I'm just, like, looking at the list of shit right now, and, like, did you know TJIF started in 1980-fucking-5? Jesus, man. The, f- the fall guy was on TJIF. Um, we got different strokes. How about this for a fucking, like, tank character, Mr. Belvedere? So many moves. Okay. He's the teacher guy from the one, from the show? Oh my god, the one no, show? Nick. God, no,
1: god, Nick, no, god, Nick! It's the old guy from the show with the guy uh, he taught
0: lessons for for sure but that wasn't his profession
1: let me real quick hold on just a second mr who is this who's this old man oh my god griffin the last episode of this show aired when i was 30 days old <laughs> i like i we got to meet me in the middle sometimes on this podcast all right like i was 30 days into the this whole thing
0: okay um all right I'm just going down, let's continue the roster then, and maybe we'll, we'll find our way into a territory where you... I mean, Full House. That's, yeah, obviously. That's six characters right there, before we even get into fucking Kimmy Gibbler.
1: Do you think, uh, in order uh, to I'm... make this more relatable to me and maybe some of the other uh, millennials who are listening, yeah. we, we take this dude's idea, and we twist it, and we pivot it, and we make it about TGIF, the restaurant? No,
0: fuck you. <laughs> now, Now you're the garbage dispenser. I'm talking about Larry and Balky, and you're over here t- wanting to talk about some Bloomin' and onion shit.
1: Mm-hmm. I am, I am wanting to talk about that.
0: Well, well, there's a character on Family Matters called Little Richie. Was it just Little Richie? No, it's a boy. It's a small boy, small child.
1: Uh, apparently, uh, who wants to be a millionaire was roughly was technically in the block. Oh, dinosaurs! Fuck that, no, dinosaurs. That's my dinosaurs. Story right there. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like I'm the baby, gotta love me. <clears throat> and then, and then, like you got Rio over there, like trying to Hadouken. Corey and topanga
1: i also like the idea that that baby dinosaur just has like is kind of a smaller hitbox like yoda in fucking and uh, soul caliber 3 or whatever where it's just yeah. like very very just a weaselly little uh spry character spry
0: character how about this how about this morgana from Darkstalkers versus sabrina the teenage witch mm. little fucking witch on witch.
1: witch satanic on which combat
0: s- satan combat Se- not Satan. It's like the meat substitute. This. I'm. Okay, fuck this. There's a,
1: there's a typo in here, also, on the Wikipedia article. It says. This is probably just a translation thing or something, but it says Family Man, and clearly what they meant was Family Guy. So let me just edit the Wikipedia page for Family Man. That's an embarrassment for them.
0: Uh, family Guy. Check this shit out. There Check we go. this. All right. I'm going to take you to the winter and spring of the. TGIF season And just like blast them Okay Okay, Run me through them Family Matters Booyah Mm -hmm. Boy Meets World Slam Dunk Step by Step Oh hell yeah Winner 93 Hanging with Mr. Cooper Fucking fantastic Spring 94 Sister Sister That's a good show Fucking loving it Okay That was TGIF then ABC is running some shit right now Called ABC Comedy Friday Okay, that sounds like a much wordier, shittier version of TGIF. I don't know why you wouldn't just call it TGIF. uh, Don't even worry about it, dude, because we're talking about Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, a real gut buster. We're talking about The Neighbors. We're talking about Dr. Kin. We're talking about, and this one is like, Beyond the Pale. Shark Tank, hell yeah! See now you're speaking my language. I Are know we he- speaking <coughs> the fucking ABC I know he- comedy? I- <laughs> Shark Tank. No, good Shark man, Tank. get him, fuck him up. That's a that is a fucking household tradition. Hell yeah, dude, fuck their business up. <laughs> TGIF. That it used to fucking mean something. <laughs> there's com- there's
1: comedy yeah. in Shark Tank though. There's what a tension. bad pitch. <laughs> there's a little bit of that, obviously, but then there's also just the whole relationship between between Kevin, Mr. Wonderful, and and Robert. You know. Robert is clearly kind of the good, angelic guy. He's like the sweet guy. And then oh, got, Mark
0: Cuban, you're such a greedy piece of shit. <laughs> <he's, laughs> Tjf.
1: He's a He's a curveball. You never know, that's the thing I love about Mark, is that you never know what he's going to invest in. You never know what he's going to like. And it almost looks like, from the expression on his face, that neither does he, uh, he just kind of picks him at
0: random. But like, then, no matter what he does, he, he, guaranteed, it's going to fit right in to ABC, Comedy Friday. hmm Like, po- oh, God. Friday for a while, for a while, on Friday for a while, Wife Swap and Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution. Fucking loving it, dude. You guys are on some shit. TV's the best it's ever been. Loving it. Um, Grey's Anatomy repeats and primetime. What would you do with John Quinones? Loving this TGIF. Loving my Friday. I am ABC. This is my letter to you. You just open it up. Thanks, guys. Loving my Friday. (laughs) Making my Friday every week. Definitely didn't want Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Sister Sister.
1: I, here's the thing. I'm worried you're maybe, you you might be veering into some back in my day shit, though, a little bit, Griffin. Like, you might, you, do you really think they should just be airing those shows now? No, because this is now? different
0: shit. This is like if Star Wars Episode Seven came out, and it was like, Shark like, Tank. It was Shark Tank. And then I was like, I don't know, I think I like the older Star Wars movies better. I, yeah, I did, because there's fucking, this one's Shark Tank. I loved these family sitcom comedy sitcoms, situational comedies with mm-hmm. the families. But you know what I like better? This sitcom, which is Shark Tank. Go fuck yourself. It's a type of sitcom. Yeah, Griffin,
1: you seem like you're very upset, so I'm going to give you... I think we're going to move on to the next one. Uh, here's one from Moopoke on Twitter, who gives us kind of a multiple choice submission. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, Capcom's CapCop, or Capcom's CamCop, or... Capcom's cop
0: cam. Take your pick. Um, so, well, a a one cap. of those. Only one of those is a thing. <laughs> Which a cop cam? A cop cam?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a cap cop could also. It's not hard to imagine that being a thing, right?
0: Um. What like, is that? Just like a a cop wearing a hat, or maybe a cop who polices the hats of those around him. Dumb hat. Hey, you're, dumb hat! You're under Get arrest. A, take it off. You're under arrest. Take off your dumb hat. Man, I need to, like, take a lap around the house and, like, cool off. Because I'm just so disappointed pissed, in huh? ABC right now. Um, uh, let me hit you with uh, this one from Daniel Wiemels. Dan Wiem- Wiemels, or Wiemels, who's probably Weimels, who says, Action-adventure game where your credit score is your HP and damage decreases it in real time. Does it actually decrease your yes. credit score in real life? And, like, why the, why the fuck not? Because right. they're just playing Calvin Ball with that shit. <clears throat> When I bought my house last year, I learned that my credit score is okay, um, not very good. If you're trying to secure a low um, interest rate on your mortgage, and the reason why I was like, "Why is it?" and they're like, "Oh, it's because you pay off your credit card every month." Ah, oh, cool, 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 cool. Oh yeah, so, you're like, punished for that. You're supposed to. I'm being punished because I am fiscally responsible. For my credit card. That makes a whole lot of sense. What? Let's plug this shit into a Zelda then. And every time Ganondorf hits me, it's like, mm, looks like you're 540 now. Jesus. Right. That's too bad. Well, I mean, we're just making this shit up as we go. well, like you... I'm heated this episode, Nick. Fucking let me loose. Point me at something and let me fucking go. You're, you're saying that that's the, the that's the credit equivalent
1: of, like, if you beat Zelda without dying a single time and you got the bad ending as yeah, a punishment yeah, yeah. for that.
0: Essentially, yes. Hmm. How about this one from Tyler Horn, who says, Luigi Maker. He doesn't get enough attention. I agree. It's not the year of Luigi anymore, and so, like, I think things have returned to... A state of equipoise, um but I agree with you, and I'm curious what a Luigi maker would be um right how make- much
1: how much leeway can they really give you in making a Luigi? Could you make a Luigi that just is Mario? Could you make a Luigi with a red hat who's like kind of a, a thicker wider, a thicker, shorter boy, yeah
0: um what if you make what if luigi maker was just super mario maker except you didn't have to beat your levels before you uploaded them <laughs> I, I, so just. so so you you hop in to the online creation one and it's just like you start out and it's just you're surrounded by bricks there's just there's just fucking no just way. a fat
1: it's wall like, of bricks i mean if you enjoy that uh there's a Ah, uh, cool Game Teams committer uh, Brian Lee, LR comic on Twitter, has made a few levels. There's one called like Golden Coins Challenge, where you spawn into it and literally it's just a wall of bricks with like a few holes in it. and it's it's beatable, but it's like barely beatable. And it requires you to literally like clamp your hand around the controller in a really horrific way. Um and then just kind of jump at the right time. I, mean, I can't even believe the game lets you do that. I think that they actually wound up deleting some of his levels because they used oh, absolutely. weird glitches. Um, I love that idea, though, of just, like, what if Mario Maker was worse? <laughs> what if there was no guarantee as you entered a level that you would ever
0: succeed? So are we also taking out the ability to skip levels? or? Oh, yeah, that's gone. Right. Uh, there's a great glitch that somebody discovered where if you put a pipe in a water level so that it pops you off, like right at the very top row of placeable objects in a level, you get stuck there and you can't pause the game or do anything. Whoa, and you're just stuck what? there. So it would force people to like end their extreme runs. Jeez. That's,
1: that is a very good glitch. There's also, I remember when checkpoints first got added, people were finding ways to make levels that were. Uh, like beatable unless you got the checkpoint. Like the checkpoint would drop you into this lower area that there was no way to get out of. And in order to play the level again, you would actually have to like stop and manually Nasty. restart the level. Nasty
0: shit. It's- um, we don't have our nugget yet. And we I'm don't. getting, well, I'm getting check- worried because we're deep in the paint right now. Here's what I'm gonna pitch. Yeah, let's just put. A little cherry on top of it, because I think it had legs before I got so angry,
1: mm-hmm.
0: of Capcom versus TGIF, Millennium Fight, Ultimate right. Climax. let's, let's not focus on what ABC has become, but let's focus on what they Because, yeah, want. exactly, this has become, I, I just learned that apparently we need to found a historical preservation society for the classic TGIF. The core roster, you do the Capcom side, because I feel like I know more about classic TGIF. So who, sure. what Capcom characters would you like to see? Um, let's see here. I think Virgil from, from oh, yeah, Devil May Cry sure.
1: is not a bad one.
0: Uh, um, and I'll do just Steffi, Steffi Tanner. Okay. Uh, How about the serve bots? I think they should be broken out into their own character. Not having to fight as part of Tron Bond's yes. army, but, like, their own thing?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I'd, um, I like that. F-
1: and I, I do like that we're playing a lot with scale in this game in a way that, that uh...
0: Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Can we do, like, Sister Sister, but both, like, Tia and Tamara as, like, a single sort of entity, kind of like ice climbers in, in, uh, Smash.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, That that seems like a good idea. Is, is it gonna use the exact ice fighter mechanic, or, uh, ice climber mechanic of one is like kind of a little bit behind? And would that be yeah. Tia?
0: Which one, is, who is Lala and Papa? I think Tia, Anna? if Tia gets knocked out, it's a it, game over. If Tamara gets knocked out, then Tia can keep fighting and maybe, mm-hmm. I just she'll be weakened or enraged.
1: Okay. What if we, <laughs> how about, uh, we put like, ryu in but the version of ryu from super puzzle fighter 2 where he's like a squat like the chibi fighter version of him absolutely
0: yeah i'm really into that and then he can fight against the grandma dinosaur
1: but oh sorry let me get a little more specific it's not the the chibi fighter sprite of ryu it's the version from like the xbox 360 version of super uh puzzle fighter 2 Alpha Turbo where the sprites are like stretched and really blurry looking and shitty for some reason. Yeah. That's that's what I like. See, I want to I want this to be the first Capcom fighting game that gets Smash Brothers level of weird. Like I want to find the Wii Fit trainer of Capcom for this game. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm hitting my stride a little bit.
0: What do you got? Uh Mr. Feeny. Okay. That's who I was thinking of before, wasn't it? That's that's what got me confused. You got Mr. Feeney and Mr. Belvedere confused.
1: They both have the same first
0: name. Miss and Mr. Uh, okay. I don't think Mr. Feeney has a first name. Let's uh, <laughs> let's give him one. Willem. How about James Gandalf?
1: That way, his name is James Gandalf. That
0: was
1: a great joke. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Capcom published Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for iOS. <laughs> so, how about we just get a just a hint of uh of our our boy.
0: Which Mister. boy? Because there have been, there have oh, been so many hosts. No,
1: I want the, I want the fucking 90s one. I want the, I oh, fuck, it was on the You can't tongue.
0: remember Regis Philbin's Regis name. Philbin!
1: Regis Philbin. You can't remember I was Regis like, Philbin's you name! You know what was fucking me up is I was trying, I was trying to remember his talk, like his name by proxy of the talk show he hosted and it was, it was fucking
0: me up. Maybe we just have a fucking new game and it's called Nick Robinson tries to remember the names of people who were alive when Nick Robinson was ages like when were you born? 89? 90. The 90. first ten years of Nick Robinson's life, he didn't memorize any names. Mm-mm. So it's just like I can you... tell you a few names I did memorize from the first
1: ten years of my life. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh Miles Tails Prower was a big one. Okay. Uh Bubsy the Bobcat. Okay. Was another big one that I remember from Bubsy that time. the Bobcat
0: was voiced by Regis Philbin. That's not true. I'm Bubsy. But I'm going to collect all these exclamation points. I think that's what he collected in those yeah. games. What could possibly go wrong, he liked to say. I'd love to find some bobcat paws and get some extra lives. <laughs> this is a terrible Regis impression. It's not. I think the thing is, like, I don't. Don't I'm pretend gonna, like you and, know what his fucking voice sounds like. You don't know his name. You don't know what his face looks like. You don't know anything about Regis. I can fella. remember him saying final answer. Do you remember the um? The this has c- been the most disappointing episode of this podcast. I'm Not sorry. for the listeners, but maybe that too. But for me, as a like, in, I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in ABC. I'm disappointed in Regis. Like, where the fuck is that fool?
1: Where did yeah? Where did he go? I can't. I couldn't tell you. I'm worried you're not putting as much care into
0: into finding deep cut characters from the TGIF family as I am. Well, I know you just won't fucking know who they are. Like, I could, I could, I could fuck with different strokes, but like, you can't fuck with different strokes. I guess I can't. I know you cannot fuck with different strokes. I could fuck with some Webster. I know you won't fuck with Webster. The book, the like dictionary book. Is that what you mean? Yeah, dude. It was the TGIF <laughs> Dictionary Show. <laughs> so season one was
1: just the letters a through c and they just kind of ran through them dude
0: no season one would be like a a through like a d how much they'd, time be like you... ad, they'd be like advertisement and that's our season finale thank you all for joining us yes. that's gonna do it i i don't know that we have a very congealed nug what if the guy from is there a guy from lost planet is there a char- was there a character in that game <laughs> <laughs> um goo man he just loved collecting that Lug, orange goo. Got to slurp all, up all that
1: orange. He loved melty-
0: slurming down that orange. In the snow. In the snow. Thank you for listening. Uh, I don't know that Capcom versus TJIF Ultimax Online is going to do it for any of us, but I said that about Bing Bong King Kong, and, and we do how now. that turned
1: out. So maybe we, maybe we put this out on early access, and we, we kind of let the players help yeah, us. Yeah, we'll fucking
0: patch some more content into this episode, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we haven't had a guest for forever, but Nick literally just got back in town yesterday. We're yeah. recording this Friday morning, and Nick's about to send me his audio, and then I have to edit it as fast as I can. Yep, good so luck. we've been in a little bit of a rush, but um, we're gonna make our way back back to that good content real soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're actually we're gonna we're gonna see each other in just a couple of days, Griffin. We can record. Oh, yeah, a are we nice re- gonna record
0: face to face or no? I'd like to. We'll see. Um, thank you all for listening, though. Thank you for submitting. Thank you for tweeting your suggestions at the at cool Games Inc. Twitter account. Thanks for telling your friends about the show. Thanks for reviewing on iTunes and all that shit.
1: I'm Nick Robinson.
0: I'm Griffin McElroy.
1: No problem. Fun.